Right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis. And this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call now, 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. As I was up last night reading and uh, studying for possible shows, I stumbled across something I had some interest in, and that is the story of Father Amorth who, of course, was the Pope's exorcist. And the reason why I was into that is because I saw the there's a trailer out right now for a movie called The Pope's Exorcist. And uh, I was uh, watching it with great interest because it just looks like it's going to be a very scary film. I mean, a lot of scary imagery. But then again, you know, it looks are deceiving. And uh, they were actually interviewing a number of priests and cardinals because they, uh, they actually had a screening of it for them. And they were saying that they just... They just said that uh, the paranormal and the devil and all that is not exactly what Hollywood is is bringing up. You know, Hollywood wants the garish, you know, scary pea soup throwing up, that kind of stuff. And uh, it's a lot darker than that. And they were discussing what the paranormal would be. They're discussing how the supernatural acts on uh, human beings. And psychologists and others have been studying religion for some time, and they've long suspected that a belief in the paranormal or at least experiencing the paranormal can be kind of a shield from some of the harsher truths of the world. The idea is that when something unexpected happens, whether it's a death or a natural disaster or job losses, or I mean, the brain is always scrambling for answers. The brain is always looking for meaning in chaos. And a lot of psychologists and even those who are exorcists and others have been saying that they believe that when the mind is in an aversive state and it's traumatized, sometimes it just can't gain control objectively and it, it, it lets go of objectivity and, and immediately people freak out. Well, that doesn't necessarily take down the possibility that when the brain is in that mode that we are not more open to paranormal experiences. Pattern perception, people have that. Heightened awareness or paranoia, people have that. Uh, judgment and decision-making is, uh, is is kind of handicapped. Yeah, all of that, you know, all of that times where you feel like you're out of control. And if you are out of control, you have to wonder, if this is out of my control, then what what is 
What are the forces that are working on me? What are those things that are scaring me? What are those things that are putting me in that state of mind? And I don't think this trauma, well, maybe it was trauma that triggered me into seeing patterns. I, I know I had this uncanny knack, for, uncanny knack for seeing patterns when I was younger, but then when I went through my cancer, when I went through the, the, the blood clot incident and I almost died there, I, I started feeling as though I could see things going on and looking back at history and understanding it, that I could gra grab random events and try to make, make them orderly, connect dots. And, you know, you link events and some say, well, they're unconnected. But no, there's a story around a story usually. And knock on wood, if you pursue, if you pursue it, then you sometimes find a good story. Sometimes you find, uh, you know, the truth underneath all the ugliness that is traumatizing you. Now, there's they call it anthropomorphism, where you're making everything simple by humanizing it or changing it or trying to fit a, an agenda. But, you know, psychologists often demean people who have these abilities. But, you know, people learn to understand what science does and they learn what the paranormal can do. It's like they, they, they think that, you know, maybe a demon is responsible for a sickness in the family or they think that a demon is because a huge storm, like, for example, today in uh, California, there was a tornado that touched down. Okay, that's kind of rare for California. And see, once again, this is some random event, but, you know, you have to understand that not everything's random. The natural world is, you know, violent. We know this. Trauma is, is, is something that shocks us into a new reality, into a new paradigm. And so if you see a ghost or you experience something like this, it, it's a strange turn of mind, but a lot of people that have had trauma in their lives are inclined to see hidden patterns and motives. And I don't know if that's superstition, but it's certainly something that people are using as a replacement for spirituality. And, and let's face it, it's it, you know, you seldom does the evidence provided to support claims of the supernatural present clear, coherent proof beyond the shadow of a doubt that what is happening is being represented as, as real. Doesn't mean it isn't. But among, you know, we have the shaky videos of UFOs. We've got, you know, in and out zooming. And people are thinking, you know, if you've got your sights on a UFO, stay on it. Why are you zooming in and out? Why are you moving around? If you've got something on camera, keep it still. Or what about, you know, Blobfoot? What, what I mean by that is, is Bigfoot really all that gray and scary and blurry? You know, and, and it comes with the territory. And the reason why I say this is because I still am marveling at the fact that cable networks can churn out ghost hunting shows where the stars jump at everything from a burp to a bump. And and yet, I mean, there, there's some that are cut above. Don't get me wrong. There's some that, yeah, all right, I, I think this is awesome. But man, I tell you, they just churn them out and churn them out and churn them out. And I'm thinking, what are you going to give me that's new here? Because everything in exploration and everything in, in, in looking into the paranormal has to have a progression where we look into something, but then we take it further. We look at the history of why this place is haunted rather than just saying, well, I heard that somebody died here. Well, if that's the case, then hospitals are the most haunted places on the planet. You don't hear anybody say, well, there was a hospital ghost. I think it's because somebody died here. Well, of course people have died there. I'd like to hear another explanation as to why the place is haunted rather than just hearing that somebody died there. 
Usually ghosts show up when they're having, when there's some sort of a violent death or traumatic death. It lays, that lays an imprint, I believe, on the magnetic structure and the, and the matrix of, of what is reality. That's why we see a repeat performance or loops of these ghosts in some places. Or we have ghosts that can communicate with the living using EVP or ITC or whatever. That's why we have now ghosts in the machine when we're dealing with AI. Because our consciousness can sometimes reflect back to us. It's like when you look into the abyss, sometimes the, the abyss will look back at you. I mean, it's some sort of law, I guess, it's written down somewhere that people who play in the abyss will eventually get succumbed by it. 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.